Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Works Podcast, brought to you by HR Daily Advisor. I'm your guest host, Josh Zygmunt, Content Director for Simplify Media. The HR Works Podcast provides clear, relevant, and actionable information on topics that matter to you, the HR professional. When you're armed with the best practices and strategies to attract, retain, and engage top talent and deliver exceptional service to your organization, HR just works. On today's episode, we're joined by Jesse Meskchuk, Senior Advisor of Executy, a full-service executive compensation consulting firm. With over 20 years of consulting and HR experience, Jesse has worked across a wide variety of industries, including technology, entertainment, gaming, retail, hospitality, and sports. Jesse's work has spanned across the Americas, Europe, and Asia, and you may even recognize him from his recent contribution to the HR Daily Advisor with his article, Five Practical Suggestions to Improve Pay Equity, that we featured back in November. Jesse's been kind enough to join us today and help us look at a topic that's been dominating the world of both technology and workforce conversations since the start of 2023, and that's the emergence of generative AI products such as ChatGPT. But before we jump into that conversation, let's get Jesse introduced. So Jesse, welcome to the HR Works Podcast. Thanks, Josh. Really uh, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're excited to have you on as well, Jesse. So as mentioned, let's get you introduced to our audience first before we dive in. If you don't mind, can you share a bit about your career path and really what got you into a career in the human resources and people operations field? Sure. Happy to share a little bit of the background. So um, as you mentioned, I've spent more than 20 years in the people and reward space. Um, But how I started in the HR world was really kind of by accident. Um, You know, I loved working in and improving organizations and working across a variety of fields. And I had never really thought of HR, but um, coming out of college, I joined a firm called Sibson Consulting. And uh, I guess that's what you do when you're a college kid and you're not sure what you can do with your life. You end up doing consulting. And um, I was just very lucky. Um, I found I really enjoyed it. And uh, that firm did a lot of work from leadership development to change management to um, incentive design to recruiting, competency guides, um, you know, organization design. And so at a like really early in my career, I got a lot of exposure to the people space and found, you know, that it was a really good mix for me of both left brain, right brain activity. And I'd like to have both of those activated. And it was um, something I just really took to. And so that's kind of how I got started. And then um, I was going back to uh, business school. I'd started a family and I thought consulting business school and a kid uh, seemed like the trifecta that would be quite difficult to manage. So I then went in-house. I went to Activision, eventually Activision Blizzard and had a number of roles there in compensation and HR business partnership, HR leadership. And now um, I'm back to consulting, uh, working for Exequity, like you mentioned, um, where I'm a principal consultant there focused primarily on executive comp, but uh, I also help a number of clients on broader HR topics just based on my overall background. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the story. That's great. Thank you for sharing that, Jesse. And again, I love asking that question to start because we find that everybody's got their unique path, but it all really revolves around passion and, and finding something that really piques your interest in the field and pursuing that and really uh, creating a great career behind that. So yeah, thanks for sharing that one, Jesse. So as mentioned at the top, I wanted to have a conversation today really around that budding topic of generative AI. We're, we're hearing about it across the workforce. 
we're starting to grasp how do we work this into our day-to-day? Can this be something that either helps or harms us? Can it be a challenge in the workforce in multiple industries? And I wanted to bring that conversation into human resources. So before we even start, why don't we just set the table for anyone who may not be fully up to speed on generative AI or the understanding of chat GPT? How would you best describe chat GPT? Yeah. So ChatGPT is a generative AI technology, which means that it has effectively been trained on the collective content of the internet, and it is able to create content based on a prompt that you give it. So a question or a request or a description, it then pulls from all of the knowledge it's accumulated and then generates you a response, almost like having a chat with a real person, uh, thus the chat GPT name. So that's that's effectively what it is. All right, well, perfect. So from there, let's ask the million dollar question. Do you think these generative AI tools, such as chat GPT, are an asset or a threat to the human resources department? Yeah, the, the first thing I would say is that um, chat GPT is not coming to eliminate your HR job. So uh, don't, don't worry about that. It's a great place to start. Yeah, like with any disruptive technology, it is going to change how work is done. But if it's used correctly, I think chat GPT and other, other generative AI tools really could be a huge advantage for HR teams. And you know, HR teams have been talking for decades about how they wanna move beyond transactional work and how to make sure that they're focusing their people on you know, strategically adding value to the organization and to the marketplace and tools like this are really putting HR teams in a position to make that happen by reducing the amount of time it takes to do transactional work and allow HR to deploy itself in better ways. Yeah, that's a great way to look at that. Thanks, Jesse. So what I've noticed as well is we're really seeing the emergence in the HR community of HR tools that have really helped streamline processes within HR teams. ChatGPT certainly provides something unique in the marketplace, but really what makes ChatGPT different from the other AI-powered tools that the HR community has really been embracing over the past couple of years? Yeah, Josh, it's a great question. And there's really two distinct things that makes ChatGPT different. The first, like we've talked about, is that it's generative AI, which means it actually creates content for you based on whatever direction you give it. And it learns as it goes and gets better as you and the rest of your organization or the internet at large trains it. So it means it could write that job description or that competency guide for you, or at least make a first draft pretty much instantaneously. The second thing is that it gives you a lot more customized directive answers based on really specific circumstances. It's, it's almost like it gives you advice like a human would. So, you know, if you want to search today, let's say I'm, I'm hiring for an HR director and I wanted to know, you know, gosh, what, sh- what should I be thinking about as a competitive salary for that? And I'm just going to Google it. Um, I type that into Google. I click on it. I get five to 10 links. I have to click on all those and look through all the research and try to come up with my own opinion and recommendation. ChatGPT basically does all that homework. So it will already look through all of those links. It'll try to understand based on your past requests and others, um, and then provide you really with a recommendation and an opinion on, well, what should you do? And when you think about it, that's actually pretty transformative in the way that we might actually use 
the internet. Yeah, absolutely. The way I see it, it's more of an efficiency tool than a tool that may eliminate work. If anything, it's just helping move along processes that sometimes it took that full manual labor you're automating right there and, and moving something along such as writing up a job description. There's various applications that we can look at too within the HR space, but that to me just seems like an advantage where there still needs to be that human element, but you can move the process along much faster with a tool like ChatGPT or any generative AI platform. For sure. Yeah, I totally agree. So what are some of those other HR functions that teams can look at and use ChatGPT to help move along and really transform the work they're doing? You know, generative AI like this could really play a role in every discipline in HR. So it could really kind of speak to any function, but to just give some examples, uh, let's take recruiting. Recruiting could use a tool like this to take a first pass at job descriptions based on, you know, direction from the hiring manager or write screening questions that they might have for candidates. You know, one of the hard things for recruiting teams is to make sure that the hiring teams are actually really thinking through the responses and kind of what is the desired response and are we hearing what we need for that position? A tool like ChatGPT could even help write those interview guides on what hiring managers could look for. For people ops teams or HR operations teams, it's a pretty, easy plug-in here where, you know, ChatGPT could be the chatbot to answer employee questions so that you don't need to man an inbox. It'll provide answers instantaneously. So, you know, people don't have to wait for someone to have time to get to their question. For rewards teams, like we just talked about looking up the salary for a position, market prevalence data, you know, that kind of thing is another place where the tool could be used. You know, I, I even actually asked ChatGPT to help me come up with what should be the medical benefits sharing ratio? So like what percent the company pays for medical benefits for a client? You know, I said it was a client in California. They have more than 2000 employees. And um, I kind of know what that market data is. It was pretty spot on what it gave me with the right prompts. You know, talent development teams writing career ladders, uh, business partners, you're going to meet with a key leader. You know what kind of issue they're facing. You would normally maybe do some research or look up some of the uh, you know literature or that sort of thing to kind of refresh your memory on how to have that coaching conversation. You could use ChatGPT to give you some insight there. I, I really could keep going. You know, you get the idea. It could probably impact everywhere um, and be kind of a first step input to giving you some information. Yeah, the possibilities are endless, really, in both using it for research and output as well. If you're looking at teams updating their handbooks, teams having internal communications where you can really get at least a head start on formalizing the communication, formalizing, again, what you're going to put out to your team. And we're looking at that in a, a new world, a new workplace where so many teams are distributed. So many teams are spread across either multiple time zones, multiple locations. We're utilizing technology to help pull these teams together. ChatGPT and generative AI is really just going to help that process, make that process more streamlined. And quite frankly, in a time when we're learning how to do more with less. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it really can be an advantage for teams that are stuck in a place where maybe they have reduced staff or they don't have the budget they had in the past. This is a really timely solution. Yeah, 100%. One thing I want to look at, Jesse, is maybe how ChatGPT and automation tools can have a positive impact on something like corporate culture, something that we naturally look at and fundamentally look at as being human. How can ChatGPT help that aspect of the HR responsibility? Yeah, this is a really interesting one. And I've been thinking about this a lot myself. 
I would say my short, maybe unsatisfying answer is I think we won't know yet the total impact it could have on culture, like any tool or technology, it could probably have the potential to be good or bad. Sure. I'd say the positive side, I think it can help the HR team be really more responsive to employee needs and questions. And as increasingly there are teams all over the world, distributed teams, that's always been a little bit of a hard thing for the HR team to catch up with. And so responsiveness goes up. I think it can help deliver on goals more quickly. So having first draft on content or offering advice, that that is all positive. It can be generally a tool for all employees as well. Whereas at times, one of the hard things I think is we've lived in you know, Zoom land, um, you may not get uh, responses, you may not get information as immediately as you want. And I think ChatGPT can really close that gap. On the opposite side, one thing that I think HR teams should be wary of is, you know, make sure that these tools have really satisfying answers and are truly helping. And what you don't want to do is just sacrifice quality for speed. So I think tools like this will be really, really valuable to the extent that they start to learn the company's cultures and values and communicate consistently in the way that the company communicates and can be, you know, a multiplier for HR and comms teams. That's when I think we start to see kind of the sweet spot for, for tools like this. Yeah, absolutely. There still needs to be that human element, that human oversight at the end of anything that's being put out. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is just a, a machine that's creating content. And looking at this even from the editorial lens within my team, we talk about this. And, and that's been the underlying theme that there still needs to be a human element. You still need to make sure that if you're utilizing this tool, that the content aligns with what you want to say and that it's correct with your brand. That's right. I think the same would apply with HR professionals. Yeah. Yeah. The human feel is something that I don't think that ChatGPT will mimic um, perfectly. And so it will take some additional oversight and effort and add on from people always, I think. Yeah. Yeah. As certainly someone who's advocating for ChatGPT and just sees the advantages on my end, I think that can certainly put some people at ease when they look at these tools and say, no, there's still going to need to be the human element. It's a tool to help you along and make you better, make you more efficient, which who doesn't want that? So looking at just some of those challenges, Jesse, I definitely love that you called out the initial one of needing that human component still. What are some of the other challenges that HR professionals need to be thinking about with generative AI, with a lot of the AI tools that we're bringing into the workforce? Yeah. I think first it's to remember that these tools are imperfect. There's a lot of research already that's been done on them and they have been proven that they can sometimes exhibit bias you know, the bias that's either present on the internet or that is just unconscious, or in some cases could even be trained negatively to exhibit those traits even more dramatically. So you need to monitor for that. I'd say also the content or, you know, there's other AI tools that, you know, create art as an example. And it has been shown that both the content and the images sometimes created can be pretty fuzzy in terms of whether they violate copyright laws or not. And so I think make sure you've got the right legal protections up and running and, you know, you know exactly how you're going to screen for this stuff. And then the final thing I would just say is that while these are really amazing tools and they pretty much instantaneously create a lot of content that's, you know, pretty good, sometimes it's just still wrong. Uh, right. So you need to review and edit it and make sure that you validate the content 
like to give you an example, I'm, I'm traveling to Utah to go skiing here in, the, in a week or two. So I asked ChatGPT to give me some great restaurants in the area and it gave me three. Two of them actually look great and I'm going to go to those. But one was a bar in Indonesia. Okay, a little far. You know, um, it's just not, it's not right all the time. And you know what? We've seen that same thing apply with a lot of the other HR tools that have been brought into the workforce. Uh, anything helping with talent acquisition to learning and development, they're not always going to be perfect. And so it does require that human element and just, again, spot checking and making sure that you're checking in periodically to, to make sure that the output is aligned with where you want it to be. Absolutely. Yeah. So then looking at teams that may be considering ChatGPT and, and introducing generative AI into their workflow, where's the best place to start? What might be that one function that can be the best test case to see, hey, does this work for us? Is this something that maybe we can develop and use going forward? Yeah. You know, I'm always a fan of eating your own dog food. So I would say you could start using it within your own team and looking at it that way. I would say first, before you even think about integrating it and actually using it in work, my recommendation would be partner with your IT team. You know, they're really the best place to understand how this technology works, how to use it, how to incorporate it, how to make sure it has the right guardrails and what's required to use it on a more enterprise basis. And then, like I mentioned before, partnering with the legal team so that, you know, you're thinking through all the angles here, this is a really emerging technology. So you want to be careful on how it gets introduced. And um, then, yeah, I would, I would play with it for a little while, test the tool out. You know, anybody could go on there, openai.com right now and, and use it and just see what works, where the limits are. That is probably a good place to start. I love it. So Jesse, what's that one HR function that sticks out to you? And again, you've got over 20 years of experience in the human resources field. What's that one function that HR teams should be automating? Yeah. As I thought about this, I really think, and I'll go back to that point I made that now you really have a lot of HR teams that are stretched pretty thin where they don't have as many resources as maybe they would love to have. Their budgets might be getting you know, cut, especially as we've seen a lot of companies cutting back right now and teams are really distributed all over the world. So I think monitoring and helping respond to employee questions, managing that inbox, finding ways to be much quicker and responsive to employees that is a real place that feels like a natural first step for a tool like ChatGPT. You know, this kind of stuff takes time away from a lot of the other value-added functions in HR. So I would get it into HR operations, start trying to integrate it there. And it's a good stepping stone to then start thinking about other things. Yeah, from immediate feedback, that is a great opportunity. And again, employee experience is right at the forefront of what teams need to be focused on in 2023 and beyond. And when you can give that quick feedback to really address smaller issues within the team or questions, Q&As, frequently asked questions, that's a great opportunity to get engagement within your team on a very basic level. When again, when you get that immediate feedback, you can keep your team moving along and there's just a, there's a more positive feeling and a more positive culture that can get created out of that. So that's, that's a great way to look at it, Jesse. So looking at where maybe teams should absolutely be automating, let's look at the other side. Where's the point where we need to draw the line on automation and say, okay, this needs to still be the human element, the human-centric approach. What HR functions should fall on that other side of the line, if any? Yeah. You know, HR is really the business of people and people dynamics and how to make sure that companies are making you know, the best business decisions through and, and making things happen through their people. And so I really think there's 
always going to be a place where, you know, technology only goes so far. And so I think, you know, when you're dealing with really complex issues, so organizational dynamics that need to be explained by leaders and HR teams that you got to get face to face, um, manager, employee issues and dynamics. Um, I don't see a, a chat GPT tool really replacing those. ChatGPT is not going to announce a new company strategy or deliver a really difficult restructuring message. I don't think HR teams today would even suggest any of that, by the way, but I think you understand where I'm going, which is, I think that tools like this give us a start and give us some ideas, but how we use it, how do we guide those tools? And also humans are social creatures. Um, We don't want it to be interfacing only with a computer. I think particularly when it comes to delivering a message of passion and commitment and helping to rally people around, you know, what you're trying to accomplish at the organization, that's going to need to always be a people first approach. Yeah. It's still a people operations team at its core. Um, and, and that's a great message again for anyone out there who may, may be a, a little leery of the growth and the introduction of, of AI and HR tools into the marketplace. It's still a people operations team at its core. So that's great to keep in mind. But with that being said, I mean, technology has really helped drive so many industries along, especially the human resources industry. You've been, again, in the space for over 20 years, Jesse. What's been yeah. that one technological advancement that was brought into HR that has had the most impact over the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, I'd say up to this point, some of the platform technologies have really transformed the HR space. So take LinkedIn, for instance. We have today now nearly the entire knowledge worker employee base of the entire Western world and some of Asia on one tool. Where are they working? Where did they go to? What companies are they interested in? What skills do they have? How long did it take them to get promoted? Like we have all of that data now. I mean, that is pretty amazing. And that's revolutionized, I think, one of the most important things, which is finding talent and really helped democratize that process. Like people can you know, go look on their own and find information much more quickly. And it's helped enable, I think, more free-flowing talent, which generally I think is is good for the world and, and good for companies. And, you know, we used to really struggle when um, we had to define who are our talent competitors. But now you can literally just find that out by using the Talent Insights tool yeah. on LinkedIn and just instantly find out, okay, I know exactly who my talent competitors are. I think some other platform tools like Workday, things like that, they have moved what used to be immensely manual processes. Like I still remember doing thousands of employees, their um, merit increase on a spreadsheet, being able to move all that stuff to a single, more agile online platform that has really changed a lot of things. You can look up employee information real time. You can institute a manager change on your phone. There were tools even 15 years ago, but they weren't that they weren't good. Right. Um, and now I think they're getting better year after year. And so those are the things I think of. And I, I think they've made a really big difference. Yeah. And that falls right in line with what we're talking about now with generative AI. These are tools that will just help free up people operations teams to do what they do best. It's working with people and having the people function, having the impact with your people, with your workforce. Um, so it's only, it's only a good thing there. That's great. Absolutely. All right. So Jesse, looking at the impact of HR teams overall in their organizations, where do you see HR teams providing their most impact to organizations in 2023? Yeah, this is a really interesting time right now. 
just because we have a confluence of so many factors, right? We have inflation that is causing, you know, a lot of issues. We have impending or already in recession. I'm not exactly sure, you know, how we define it right now, but, you know, there's a lot of teams that are having to cut back on uh, their plans. And so I think there's a few things, you know, the first is settling into whatever this new normal is going to be for the workplace. You know, a lot of companies are now trying to bring a lot of employees back to the office and not all of them really want to go back full time. And so I think the right HR teams are going to look at what the business needs are, look at their data around productivity, engagement and turnover and hours worked and come up with kind of the right strategy that balances kind of what I think most companies want, which is to make sure that they have teams all working effectively, but also delivering the flexibility that employees are looking for. So I think that's one. I'd say getting even more strategic now around workforce planning. So despite what we hear in the news, you know, which has been difficult around a lot of the layoff news, there is still a huge labor shortage. Just in October of last year, I think there were 10 million job openings in the US and that's up almost 4 million since February of 2020. Now, maybe that number's come down a little bit, but that's an astoundingly large number. And so a lot of people either aren't participating in the workforce any longer or are moving into other areas. And so as a result, like there's just still going to be a lot of pressure on companies to find the right people. And so I think thinking through, you know, what's your distributed work strategy and where can you find people all over the world that are, you know, perhaps in less competitive markets? How do you leverage tools and technology like what we've been talking about today with Chad GPT to get some work done that, you know, maybe doesn't take a headcount now to complete it? Uh, those are all things that I think HR teams would be right to be considering. And then the last thing I would say is really empowering frontline managers. You know, I think the pandemic showed us the value of a great manager, like somebody who communicates well, who has clear expectations, who can build and maintain a culture who can motivate and get the best out of people like that is really worth a lot, especially when you have more challenging ways to do it, where you're doing it over video, or maybe you're not meeting on a regular basis, face to face. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world. And so I, I really think it's never been more important to have the right manager and coach on a team. Those are some great outlooks, Jesse. I, I love the, the idea that workforce is still evolving. The understanding of flexibility is still evolving. We're seeing that with massive companies such as Disney and Apple moving more toward a in-office structure and going away from really the hybrid structure that they've been under for the last couple of years. And that'll be a real test to see, does it work? Yeah. And I think we're going to see other organizations that really stand firm on their fully remote or a more hybrid, flexible movement. And I think we're all going to really see how that plays out over the next year plus. Um, and HR teams will be right at the forefront of that. Um, and I love what you said, learning the value of communication was brought to the forefront. And I think that'll continue to be something we see going forward is the importance of communicating and really being being a great center point to keep teams connected. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. And I think, you know, the reality is that there will be more in office probably, but you're still going to have these distributed teams and some flexibility. And so having managers that really know how to deal with that environment and keep people engaged, it's, it's going to be really important. Yeah, I get excited just to see again where we're going. We don't know. There's still the unknown. And it's, it's exciting to see what we'll learn six months, a year to a few years down the line of what the workforce 
looks like and what what is the future of work. All right, so we're here with Jesse Mestruck, Senior Advisor from Executity. Jesse, again, giving us some great insight on generative AI and ChatGPT, and, and that's been really helpful. Uh, but let's talk more about you. What's something you've learned about yourself over the past year that you feel has made you a better leader? Yeah. You know, one of the things I've spent a lot of time doing over the last year, now that I have moved back into consulting, is I've just been connecting with a lot of a lot of people. You know, people that I have gotten to know over many years. Um, and what I've realized is that one of the things I've really liked is um, helping people connect with others. So there's really something great about knowing two people and realizing those two people could benefit each other if they were able to get to know each other. Either one has a skill set that the other person needs, or maybe the other person's struggling with something and can really use some advice on how to tackle it. And I know that this other person tackled that challenge five times. Um, I have really liked being the connector this this year i've had more more time and flexibility to do that and i found i really enjoyed it and so i guess what i've learned is um there's a real value in making time for that you know we can all get so busy in our in our work lives that it sort of consumes everything but carving out a couple hours a week to just connect with some people and find out how it's going um it's that's been great i've really really enjoyed doing that I love it. That's so great to hear, Jesse. So with that, do you have any advice that you've maybe leaned on throughout your career that's helped you succeed that you could pass along? It's kind of the pay it forward approach something that you could pass and pay forward to our audience. Yeah, a, cu- a couple things. You know, I've had some really good mentors and I would say one is the mantra, if it is to be, it's up to me. Don't wait for someone else. Um, you know, you can be the change. And so step up and if you notice something that could be better, volunteer your ideas, go for it. Uh, the other thing I would say, particularly for HR people is, and this is one that a former head of HR gave me one time, which is there are no HR merit badges. So what that means is um, there's always sort of the latest fad. There's always the latest trend. And there's a reason for that. Some of these things are very interesting and can um, really help to elevate the function and help you think differently. So use those. But remember that you really need to customize it based on what the business needs. Like what is the strategy in the company? What are they trying to do? And then use your experience and those skills and the things that are out in the marketplace to find the right solution. You know, best practice isn't always what's best for your company. So often the differentiated solution might be the one that adds more value. Yeah, those are great. There are no HR merit badges too. I especially love that. That's one that'll stick with me for sure. But thank you for sharing those, Jesse. So again, we're here with Jesse Meschuk, Senior Advisor from Exequity. Jesse, do you have anything you'd like to share with our audience? Something you're excited for with Exequity? And certainly I'd love for you to share just where we can learn more to connect with you and learn more about what you're working on. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Josh. Yeah. I mean, I would say uh, you can always hit me up on LinkedIn. So happy to connect with people and talk through uh, things. You also go to the Exequity website. So exequity.com. Um, and, uh, you know, we're pretty busy these days working on a few fronts. You spoke about pay transparency. That's another thing that has evolved a lot. And in the executive compensation space, there's also been a lot of changes from a regulatory point of view with uh, the new pay for performance tables. And so helping companies dig into that and figure out how can they describe their pay programs in the right way strategically and, and 
public disclosure. So um, yeah, we've been working on all that nerdy stuff. All right, that's exciting. And we'll certainly provide all those links through hrdailyadvisor.com on our post for the show. But certainly, yeah, as you mentioned, connect with Jesse out on LinkedIn um, and execwitty.com. That's all perfect. So Jesse, before we let you go, this is the question I like to close out all of our interviews with, and it's all about motivation. So when you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor, what's the one thing that gets you motivated to start your day? Mm, wow, that's a really good one. Honestly, I think it's... Uh... I'm a guy that really likes to stay busy and add value, right? So like the first thing I'm thinking about when I get up is how can I be helpful today? You know, and I think, you know, we all have our day-to-day issues and needs and you're going through your checklist of the 40 things you need to do. But if you keep the focus on where can I be most helpful today, helps prioritize your time, helps you feel good about what you're doing. And so um, that's really what motivates me. I love it. That's a great one. So again, Jesse Meschuk, Senior Advisor for Executive, thank you so much for joining the HR Works Podcast. It was great connecting with you, having a great conversation about generative AI and the role of ChatGPT in the HR workforce. But Jesse, I really hope we can keep this conversation going and love sharing this, uh, this time with you. So thanks again. Yeah, thanks again, Josh. This is great. Thank you for listening to the HR Works Podcast. Be sure to check out our new episodes every Tuesday. Follow us on all major streaming platforms including iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Audible. 